0: and welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning, the Managing Director of Cayman Recruitment. We are based out in the UK and US. Enjoy this week's episode. <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning. Um, This week's guest is someone I've known for quite some time. Uh, We were having many conversations last year during the midst of the pandemic and and COVID etc but ultimately Kim um, has found and is working in the most amazing world but I'll let you tell everyone a bit more about yourself Kim.
1: Sure. Um, so I'm Kim Waddle. I'm the commercial director of Exceed, and um, part of the TechStream group. Um, I've been there since September. Um, I've got about ooh, probably almost 11 years experience in recruitment now. Um, and yeah, I uh, work my way from a contracts consultant um, up to a commercial director and generally working a lot with our clients. And um, we're getting involved with um, top level stuff within the business as well.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. So been a rough year but we won't go into that too much yet yeah. um doesn't sound like from from talking to you before this has been too much of a rough year for you it seems like it's been fantastic but um ultimately what's um t- tell me and tell those listening in kind of your career in recruitment you know how you started out why recruitment and, and your journey to, to to where you are right now i suppose if you can and then a little i suppose a short snippet
1: sure um, I think like a lot of people, I sort of fell into recruitment. Um, yeah. I actually went to Office Angels, who are a high street recruiter, um, they do generalist recruitment. And um, I, I asked them to find me a job, um, looking for like a PA or an office manager role. And they actually did. They got me a really good role um, as a PA. Um, and actually, one of the girls that worked there came in one day and said, have you ever thought about doing recruitment? And I was like what's recruitment she was like well it's basically getting people jobs and I'm like okay and and what you know what would I be doing she's like well basically you get to do um you know you get to fulfill people's dreams and you know speak to people on a day-to-day basis I was like really good at chatting so do you know what let's have a go and I I went and interviewed for them um and got my first role as a um a consultant doing the contract and freelance side of things um and I started there and was really lucky within about within about five months I'd taken a contract desk from about five thousand pounds a week to £11, twelve thousand pounds and with a hundred runner over a hundred runners. Um, I absolutely loved it. It was fast paced, it was everything I'd wanted it to be, you know, chatting all day long and, and finding people great jobs. And yeah, it was it was a brilliant start and the Deco group and Office Angels have really good training. So I think it was a good grounding for me to start out. Um, and it's just gone from there really. It's been great.
0: So what happened after that? Where did you go on from from that position? Because you did have an amazing stint in another firm and you grew. I, I personally have seen from terms of like from speaking to you anyway, because I've worked with you um, as a recruiter to, you know, to a leadership role.
1: Yeah. And um, do you know what? I've always been I've been lucky, actually, in all of my roles, really, and. Um, I say lucky I am a hard worker you know recruitment is not as easy as everyone thinks it is you know some people come in and go oh this is easy you know and it's not like you do have to put the work in but I got to the point at Office Angels where I almost wanted to specialize in something and actually one of my friends um Ross Taylor who actually owns Hidden now had set up a company called Gemini um and um when I first got into recruitment I was like take me on take me on and he was like why what you're billing and i told him and then he was like oh you're actually all right <laughs> and so <laughs> i um i went to gemini and and started out They gemini were a um sort of advertising specialist recruiter um, and i started out doing tech and then quickly moved into creative and design um on the freelance side um, and absolutely loved it it was just brilliant the advertising That's industry awesome. is just so fun the most lovely incredible people um and I just absolutely loved my job it was brilliant um so there I I worked for about 4 years um on the freelance team managed to build a desk of about half a million um on the contract side freelance side um, and then it got to the point where I was sort of competent a bit to do something new yeah um, and I started getting involved with sort of the leadership and and um I finally got promoted to an associate director and sat on the board um and it was brilliant and I got involved with everything from internal hiring the more client facing stuff and I think that's where my commercial role took off rather than doing management and mm-hmm. um, managing a team I actually loved going out and winning new business yeah so it sort of took off from there um, and then I almost come like become the commercial director for the business there as well so I was at Gemini for about eight years um left there um as a director like sort of running the business um and then I left there and went traveling for a little bit um, had a short stint at another agency and then started to exceed in September.
0: Yeah. So what I'd like to understand a little bit more is when, at what point in your career after doing recruitment and being really successful did you think, do you know what, what, what route should I go down? Should I go down a leadership route or should I go down a principal route and be more selfish and just focus on myself um did you ever get pushed down one or the other did you decide that I wanted to do one or the other or did it just come naturally because there's so many people I've spoken to and there's three different avenues of where it could go to how did it work for you
1: you know what it's it's funny actually because because I was always so focused on billing and and bringing on new business so I used to bring on new business myself but was really good at bringing on new business for the rest of the rest of the company as well it wasn't just you know, I'm just going to focus on creative and design. I focused on, on bringing it for everyone else as well. And it was actually my CEO, Michelle Watkins, at the time, who sat me down and said, look, we really want to promote you, but don't take this the wrong, way, the wrong way. We don't want you to be a manager. And I was like, oh, am I not good enough? And she was like, no, 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 it's nothing about that. She said, but you're just, you're really good at the people side externally. And we'd love you to go out and win business for everyone. Um, and I was like oh, okay cool that sounds good and um, actually do you know what it was the best decision because I think my strong points were winning the business yes I, I do like managing and I have managed to do that throughout my career but actually it's the external stuff that I love like building client relationships and and getting to know people's organizations and um, I think that's where my strong points were so yes it did sort of come from someone going I'm going to push you down that route but actually it was the best decision probably the best decision i made doing it,
0: it was great yeah fantastic yeah. so that's kind of the route you've taken now to what you do and obviously it's very client focused and you know something you're obviously very very good at but um did you it sounds weird do you miss doing anything else in recruitment do you miss kind of like the old school kind of like resourcing and having to like work from the sort of the full cycle aspect Oh,
1: don't you worry, Elliot. I still get involved with some of that. Um, <laughs> do you know what? To be honest, I've actually, um, since I started at Exceed because my background is creative, um, I've actually um, got some of our clients that we work with come to me and go, oh, I see that you've worked the creative market. Um, is there anyone there that does that? And because we're much more of a digital-focused agency, some of the more traditional stuff doesn't really sit within Exceed, but I've managed to bring on some of those jobs and actually fill those. So still, still, still keeping a dab hand in. Um, But you're, you're totally right. Of course, if you've got a background in recruitment and billing, you are going to miss that. So it is sometimes nice to get involved. Um, But to be honest, you know, I still sort of feel like I do anyway, because when I'm bringing in new business for, for, uh, the rest of the guys I still get involved with like taking the brief and understanding what they need and and giving the guys support on where they could go out and find candidates and talent and um, so I always you know it's still there in the background. <laughs>
0: Brilliant. So what you've, like, what you've identified in, in something again really different to anyone I've had on the on the podcast is you've got so many different avenues you can go down in recruitment you know you've got the principal you've got the team leadership you can go commercial operations directors and you know and whatever else so what you 've done is you go more client services focused more client facing um i wouldn't necessarily say or would you say it was more business development focused as such but um, you're dealing with the client side so how would you um, advise those in recruitment who have been in it for some time not you know very long time or have been in it for you know whatever but uh, how would you say to them to to try and identify that that could be a role that they would be good at because I don't think there's many recruiters or people out there in our industry that feel like they can go down different avenues enough and can potentially go and utilize their skills and do more something more client services focused you know what would you how would you tell them to go about it
1: yeah I think it's it's a funny one isn't it because um when you work for a business you sort in your own little bubble and if that avenue isn't there you're you know you don't know it's out there but you've just got to think about where your passion lies, like what really makes you have that buzz. And it's actually really sad because I see a lot of people leaving recruitment because of that reason, because their business doesn't allow them to do what they're really, really good at. So I think when you're in a business and you're feeling like, oh, it's feeling a bit stale, don't feel like it's the recruitment job that's, that isn't right for you anymore. Think yeah, about no. all the different aspects of what you do within your role that you w- might want to take further and go out and look for that business. You know come to someone like you to find them that that company that can offer them that actually um and i guess in a way i have been really lucky that i've worked for businesses where they've been really open about playing to my strengths and i think that's what people need to do they need to really look at what they're really good at and and like don't give up on that if that makes sense
0: no of course and i think there's definitely so much opportunity for that i just don't think people have done enough to to explore it and i think they need to um in terms of where you are now you've joined you know exceed fantastic farm, and you've got a very good opportunity where you are what's how's that been for you how's the last been you know last year been rather as a, as an opportunity a challenge and i suppose you know where do you see everything going for you
1: yeah do you know what when when i left sort of like the advertising market um i was a little bit sad because i've been in it for seven years and it's such a brilliant industry to be in but and on that, that actually has really picked up. It did. It did. Um, obviously, have a low point during COVID, which is really mm-hmm. sad, and seeing a lot of creators out of work. It's just awful. Um, but I, I, I thought to myself for a little while that I want to go a lot more digital um, and exceed. You know, I interviewed at quite a few places, and when I interviewed with Exceed, it felt right from a culture perspective, the sort yeah. of marketing that yeah. they do. So we we specialize in. Um, we've got three pillars: uh, data, tech, and digital. Um, It just felt really right, Um, and I think I joined at the best time because the market was just about to start picking up in September. And don't get me wrong, you know, there was you know, still the backlash of COVID, and that was a real struggle, but thinking that sort of data tech world because a lot of the businesses that we work with um, were, you know, taking their businesses online, Um, a lot of the high street retailers were taking their business online, we were really lucky that we were getting these you know uh, jobs in for not just one or two and um, people to um recruit for it was huge teams so like you know rather than doing contingent ones and twos we were we were placing whole data teams whole tech teams whole digital teams and so we've been we've been really successful over the last six months um, yep. and it was a brilliant time to to start that business and we also got um we actually merged with the Dream group as well last January
0: that's right um, yeah
1: yeah and when I started um that was really that was really starting to work as well like um the group moved into the building um we we work together really closely now, and it's just meant that our offering's even bigger um across markets but also globally as well um so I think I've joined the business at the most exciting time to be yes. fair um so yeah i'm I'm absolutely loving it, and it's opened it's opened up doors for me like a lot of my stuff with advertising agencies I'm now working with brands unicorns startups so it's been
0: great it's been really fantastic so what's the what's the what's the plan now you know we've come out of this you know or coming out of this whole pandemic that we've been in and we're phasing out of that and you know you're extremely busy what's the plan for 20 you know 2021 for you yeah
1: well for me or for the business
0: well both i suppose you know i mean i suppose more from a business perspective you know you know however you want to share that
1: yeah, I think I think the plan for Exceed is, you know, we're continuously growing. Um, you know, we're we're I think we've just hired about seventeen people in the last um four months. Um, so yeah, massively looking for new people. Um, you know, we want to stay true to what we're really good at, which is that data tech and digital market, but we want to take it on a bigger scale. Um, and that, like I said, like across um different um countries so we're now operating in the Nordics now and Germany and um, but we're looking to hopefully build up more of Europe as well and um, we're starting to work more with the US so Brilliant. it's a really really exciting time for us and and that's just opening up doors for me it just means that I'm getting to speak to people all over the world which is really exciting.
0: Oh, I want to take a little bit of a step back if you don't mind before we kind of finish up but like when you was in a position of looking for a new role and you know you spoke to a couple of firms What is it? And for those listening in to get the kind of advice from someone who's very experienced, successful and has been there and done it. What did you need to see from a business to make you feel that enticed to want to go there? Because I'm sure in your case, you know, you've been approached a million times. You've been you've spoken to however many different business owners over the years. You know what made them stand out to make you think, you know what, that's where I need to be. That's what I want to be. And that's the difference of all the businesses that I potentially have been at and experience I've got, that's where I can see myself.
1: Yeah. Do you know what it, it was? It, I think for me, it has to come down to the culture piece. Like as soon as I met, um, Will William, who's the CEO and Julian, who's the MD, I just felt at home. Like, they made me feel so comfortable, they had a brilliant vision. I really you know I, I asked them like what their values were and what, where they want to take the business and I really believed in what they told mm-hmm. me and and they haven't disappointed like everything that he told me in that interview they followed through and I think you know I definitely made the right decision. I think I interviewed at about five different places who were all brilliant by the way, like and I had a really hard decision because I had quite a few offers
0: yeah,
1: um, yeah. but it just came down yeah. to, the, to the to the right feeling and I think. When you walk into a room and you can you can speak openly and honest with people, you know, that's the right business for you. If you feel like, you know, you're you're sort of not being yourself, maybe it's not. Um, And I am I am the sort of person that I have to be myself at work. I bring my whole Mm -hmm. self to work. You know, I don't just bring my Kim business hat. I bring everything with me. Um, And I think you I think exceeds you can be yourself. And I think that's so important. Yeah. And I think yeah. that resonates a lot with our staff. And if you look at the um, staff retention as well, like some of the guys have been there since the beginning. You know, one of our um, top billers, Luke, he's been there 13 years. Paul's been there 17 years. Like uh, Matt, one of our associate directors has been there nine years. You can see that people are there because they really believe in the business. And that's what I really loved
0: about it. Fantastic. I mean, do you, I mean, this is just for those, again, this is not necessarily directed at you, but like if you've been to an interview and you've spoken to a business that have given you the values and everything you need, it's a massive risk because you can't always necessarily think, do you know what? It sounds great and you talk a good game, but how do I know it's going to come to fruition? You know, is it a case of just kind of like a gut feeling? Is it a case of, um, looking into things that you've just said about the longevity in the businesses, is it more just a case of how you feel as a person and you feel like it's worth taking that risk and haven't got really any justification as to why you shouldn't?
1: Yeah, I think, do you know what? It it does come down to the feeling. Like I think what people need to remember when you go to an interview, you you're interviewing that person just as much as they're interviewing you. Like, you know, you need to be confident and go, you know, I'm giving you, I'm giving you value as well what you're giving me back and I think if you can have a real honest conversation with people in the interview I think that's the right way to look at it but you're right you need to do due diligence on it I think platforms like Glassdoor I think you know aren't necessarily the best place to look because the people that tend to write on those sorts of platforms are the people that were unhappy and you know it wasn't it yep, wasn't at yeah. kind of the end um but I think definitely like for me I met quite a lot of the team and just getting a vibe from them like about you know and then being honest as well what did they not like about the business what did they love about the business I I I I wanted to find out everything and it was it definitely boiled down to the feeling Elliot I think yeah yeah, when I left I remember leaving the the interview and going do you know what this is the place for me like I really really like it and so yeah I definitely think it's down to that
0: no, look. There's a lot of people out there at the minute interviewing. As you can imagine, the market is chaotic. People are all over the place, and it's a it's an interesting place to be right now. So it's inter- it's just a, it's just good to get that insight from someone like yourself who has been there, done it, and you know can potentially advise people to what to look for and what to look at when they're interviewing all these different companies that are all selling a good game and saying the right things, which I'm sure you've seen many times yourself. But it's it's not about that, it's about where do you feel best comfortable to be and where you know, you'd be happy with. And yeah, look, I agree with you, you know, being able to be open and honest about um, things in an interview is with, with the owners, directors, whoever it is, is a massive difference, you know, because yeah. um, there's not many, in, and I've seen this and I can say it quite openly, there's not many recruitment company owners, directors and businesses out there that can allow you to think and talk like that in an interview because they, it's all about them and just them and what they want and what they, they perceive things to be.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. And I think, you know, someone at a more junior level, they'd probably be a bit nervous about feeling that they can interview the other person. But I think it's about asking the right questions, like throwing back questions to that interviewer. Like, what is it that you love about working here? And being honest, like, what is it? What are the things that you don't like? What are you going to change? (laughs) And bringing those questions to the table um, and think you are completely in your own right to do that. At the end of the day, you want to make sure that your next job is your you know going to be a a big part of your career so it has to be right um but i think i think actually a lot of um business leaders and i know for me that when i interview people if someone came to me with those questions i'd be like i love that you know they're really interested to know that this is the right home for them yeah so i think it's i think it's actually fine to do that and ask those sorts of questions for sure
0: perfect so kim love to have you on um really appreciate it i've just made a note of the last thing that you just mentioned because i find it really interesting um this is like you know look I mean it's an exciting year for you in many different ways there's loads of things to look forward to um I think you've made a really good choice I know the business really well we've worked with them for many many years since they were you know 10 15 20 heads and you know and I, I can see the growth and the potential in the business if anyone's got any questions that they'd like to ask you obviously they, I'll, I'll make sure that they reach out to you directly and I'll, I'll, di- I'll push them in your way you know there's your market of you know client services to me is another avenue of this industry that people need to be aware of and can see themselves going down rather than just constantly thinking that 360 360 recruitment bd 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 cold calling it's not always necessarily about delivery headhunting it, there's so much more to it um so i'm i'm pleased to and i'm glad to have had you on here um okay. really appreciate your time and uh i'm hoping that we'll we'll speak again soon
1: definitely and and like you said if people are looking for a really great company to work for recruitment exceed our how you're in, so get in touch with me for sure
0: definitely they will do I'll make sure they reach out to you as, yourself that's absolutely fine but again Kim you're a star thank you so much
1: thanks for having me on Elliot
0: pleasure Absolutely <laughs> pleasure you Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. Uh, This week, I have